0: Perak Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, opening up with the introduction. The shear of a mikveh for Tevilah is going to be 40 sah of Mayim She'enim She'uvim, water which is not drawn. So, rainwater, for example, or snow that has melted, but not that you have water that you draw from a, uh, from a sink with a cup, that would be forbidden. So, the shear for mikveh for Tevilah is 40 sah. Now, if after this shear has been completed, Afterward, mayim she'uvim, drawn water, falls into the mikvah. as mikvah, it will not invalidate the mikvah. However, if mayim she'uvim, if drawn water fell into the mikvah before it was completed mikvah, before it had 40 sa' of mayam she'uvim, of water has not been drawn, then it will possibly and invalidate the mikvah. So down in mind, let's see the Mishnah. Hill, Omer says, Hello miloi hin mayam she'uvim, a hin is 12 lug. So this 12 lug, or a hin, of drawn water, mayam shuvim, placed it with a mikvah will invalidate a mikvah. If it falls into a mikvah, which is chaser, meaning a mikvah that has not reached its full shear of 40 sa' yet, then a measurement of uh, of a hin, which will be 12 lug, if it falls into this mikvah that's chaser, it will make the mikvah puzzle. And Hill's reason is, because a hin is a midah ha it's the biggest measurement that you'll find with regards to lach, with regards to uh, liquids. That's mentioned in the Torah. As it says, in Shmoos v'shemen zayis hin. So therefore, zu mayam shu'uvim. Hillel considered this measurement of may, for, for mayam shu'uvim to passel a mikveh. He went with the most lenient shir, the largest shear. And the reason why Hillel did so is because why didn't he pick a smaller shit or other shir in the Torah? Why did he pick the largest one? Should be the more, which should be the most lenient in this scenario, because mayim shuvim as it is only apostles and mikvah midarabanan. Shemayim shuvim ma mikva Since the pasul only darabanan, he picked the largest shear to be lenient. Now, why does he the word hin? Hin is the lashon of the pasuk. Why does it say shlosha kap and three kap or twelve lug, just like in the lashon of the rabbi. Because a person's chayyab to say things in the Lashon of his master. Meaning, it was in this Lashon that Hillel had heard this halacha from his uh, Rebbe Shmai and Avtaiyan. So therefore, he said it exactly the way he heard it. And according to the Rambam, the Kavanah of the Mishnah is that Hillel did not say the word hin with a hay, ala in with an aleph. this is how he heard it from his Rebbe's Shmai and Avtaiyan, because they were gharid Sedek, and they were not able to say the word hay. They, they couldn't pronounce the hay. So they said it as in. So he said really the word in. That's what the Rambam explains And Others explain that really that Shalem Hillel beat the nachon. Hillel did say the word hin with a hey. He said hin. But the question was, why did he say the word malay hin? What's the word malay for? That's extra. And, and the mission would explain like this. that since his rabbi, Shemayin of Tayin, said the word malay hin. Why? Because they could not say the word hey. So they said the word malay hin. Why do they add the word malay so that people don't think they're saying in, it would be like ain, like no, and then people would think ain, mine should even post them that uh, drawn water will not possible at all, and that would be totally incorrect. So his said the word male in, so they know it means really male hin, and therefore Hillel said uh, male hin just like his uh said the word uh, male hin as well. So even though you know, of course Hillel could say the word hey. But he says the word malihin, like Hirubanah said the word malihin. Okay, different ways to learn it. The bottom line is, is that he's using the words of his masters. They use the word hin, so he uses the word hin as well. The Shamay, Omer Shamay says, Tisha Kabin, nine kav of Mayim Shuvim Apostle, a mikvah, which is chasser, mikvah that has not been completed yet. Because nine kav, which is 36 lug, would be the sheer that would suffice for tvilas of a Balkari. A balkari just needs nine kav to be tevil and to, to make himself tar. So therefore, the fikah chashuv the shameh held, this was chashuv to invalidate a mikvah with mayam she'uvim, if the mikvah has not been completed yet, because the shear of tefillah will passel a tefillah. Meaning, let's take the shear of what it takes to have someone go to the mikvah. So in this scenario, a balkari just needs a 36 lug, nine kav, and that will invalidate a regular mikvah as long as it's not a complete mikvah yet. But less than the shear will not make the mikvah invalid. <laughs> not like Hillel, not like Shammai, three lug of Mayim Shufim Apostle and mikvah that is has not been completed yet. Videh Golem and Shaman Hill argued on the Kham, Ach Boshnik until these two weavers came Mishara ashpos Shabushlaim from the Shara Ashba, the gate of the trash. In Yushalayim. the Edu and they testified Mishmaftaiim, they testified the names of Shmaya and Avtayan. That Shloshish Lugan Maim Shuvim mikva three lug of Shuvim apostle a mikva which is Chasar. Vishir is this share is a quarter of a hint. Which is the smallest share. hakatan Meaning, when it comes to the the the, the 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 nisachem, When it comes to the libations that were brought for the community, this would be the smallest amount. Shushir hakatan. Vahalan, since we find that three lug are chashif for the nisachem, for the libations of the kaban, of the of the community, to make uh, uh, libations for kaban, of all you need is three lug. Which is a uh, which is a reb which is a quarter of a hymn, So chashuvim him that chashuv also gone to passel a mikvah with mayam shuvim. The cham the Kham accepted their words, meaning me yisrael all of klai yisrael, even Hill and shamai accepted the edus of these two weavers for Psakalacha, and as the seventh idus brings down. So like why are we mentioning the name of their place and the name of their trade? They came from the shara ashpa and they were weavers. The lowest trade there in those days was this guardian, this weaver. And there's no lower place than the Shire Ashba. So, and and, we, and yet we accepted their testimony. You see that the Avos of the Olam, Hill and Shammai, they didn't stand on their own opinion, but in a place where people were testifying the names of Shmai and of all the more so Allah has come with a comma. Adam Al a person should not stand on his words, but Makam If someone else comes with testimony from the great Rabbanim, don't stand on your word. Accept the testimony of the other fellow. And then other Arash explains another reason that to teach you that a person should never hold himself back from going to the base medrash. Because there's no lower trade than this Gardi, this weaver. And there's no you know lower place. And they say, there's no lower trade than the guardian of the weaver. We don't appoint a king from the weavers. We don't appoint a king from the weavers. They're just low, low. It's a low class. And there's no lower gate than the shah the lowest gate in the Shalim was the And Nevertheless, all of the like these two weavers. So a person should never hold himself back from going to the base medrash because no matter how low he is, there's, there's special kochos in him to uh, doctrine correctly in the Torah, and therefore one should go learn and study Torah. Why are we even mentioning the opinion of Hill and Shammai where they pushed off their words? And not only that, even Hill and Shammai, they were tried to themselves. They accepted the testimony of these two weavers. So why are we mentioning their opinion? The is coming to teach us. For all future generations. A person should not get stuck in his opinion. That a person is stuck in his ways. That other people have to accept his opinion. No. It's a terrible uh, bad midah. And a person's lack of character. It's a, it's a, it's a big... Like bar that holds a person back from coming to the truth if he's stuck in his opinion. Shari Avos Sa'olam look at the Avos Sa'olam, Shama and Hillel, al They didn't stand their own words. Ubitlu, they nullified their das. They humble themselves to the edus of these garadim these mere weavers. They humbled themselves. So therefore, we're mentioning Hillel and Shama's name and their opinion, even though we don't pass them like it, to teach us that if Hillel and Shama could humble themselves and accept the opinion of two weavers, because that's the truth. So do for all future generations, anyone that's learning Torah. If they see that they're incorrect, they should humble themselves and accept the real truth.